0: Going to Florida, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom, shackle, lack, boom, shackle, lack, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom, shackle, lack, boom, shackle, lack, <laughs> welcome to the relaunched Morlando. Joining me is a brand new host. Hello Simon. Hello Craig.
1: How Hi, are you doing? Mate. I'm, I'm
0: sound. I'm absolutely fantastic. Thank you for the wonderful invite. My pleasure. Uh, Luke is in prison. <laughs> he tried to run off with little Timmy. Oh did uh, Morlando get a bit jealous? Reporting. Oh. Well, Moorlander got a bit jealous and chopped um, Luke's left leg off. <laughs> so he's now known uh, in, around Leicester as one Luke leg, one leg Luke. <laughs> uh, no. So bless him. Yeah. Bless his little cotton socks, is what we say. Yeah, but he's always he's always welcome to pop on if he needs to. That's yeah, never... he's always, his chair's still there in the corner. Yeah. Two two out of three ain't bad. So, he can always come back if he wants. God love him. Poor little bugger. He's a poor little bugger, aren't you, Luke? I have met him as well in the flesh. And he's tiny. He's literally (laughs) tiny. I could put my flump on the top of his head. Put it that way. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so, the new um, Morlando. Um, Morlando has been sacked. We yeah.
1: yeah we had
0: over. to we had to, yeah. we had to do something about him he was getting a bit too out of control. A bit too feisty. Yeah. And little Timmy has been rehoused. Yeah, he's got a lovely uh, foster family down in Miami, I think he's gone too <laughs> now, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> D take him for little pushes in his chair whenever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so we're now becoming um, a UK based trip planning. No, oh, sorry. Trip Report Show. Yeah, Trip Report. If there's any major news in the Orlando area, I'm sure we'll touch on that. Uh, Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm terrible at reading the news. You're a bit more switched on than me. Yeah, I'm a bit. I get a bit drawn with the voice when it when it's going over the same thing over and over again. But you'll get used to it. I will uh, get a uh, a pleasant voice for the the, uh, (laughs) news reports, as they say. Well, too, I, won't, I won't give you too much of a Bolton accent talking really fast like I am doing now, because if you start talking like this, you're not going to understand the word I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> two northern boys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So well, I've got my feet in a bowl of gravy. Oh, I've I'm, I'm not. I've just uh, got myself a, a can of strong Oh, have well, you? Yeah. I haven't had a drink this year. Yeah, it, you're, you're doing the dry, 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 dry are you? Yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to do the dry 2020, I'll be honest with you. Oh, That'll be tough. That will be very tough. I'm, I'm just going to drink as much as you can. Yeah. Well, you're only a baby. When you get to my age, um, and you need a drink to wake up in the morning, and you need a drink to go to sleep at night, like, <laughs> you know things are getting a bit ropey. So when I was uh, in, an, in just before Christmas, when I was recording breaking bollocks, and I'm drinking half a pint of vodka neat. Oh yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah. If you've not seen it, if you've not listened to it, or even seen it, actually, because it's... Uh, was, that, was that video on that album? I think it so. Wasn't. I yeah. don't know. I don't watch their videos. Who wants to watch two weirdos on YouTube? I, I, I just put it on YouTube and just let it roll through. Yeah. Keep the views going for everyone. Oh, well, bless you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you want to appear on this show, we're going to refine our questions. Um, you come up with some. Yeah. We're going to tweak them. We're going to add more questions. We'll take some out. We'll wiggle it around a bit. Um, yeah so if you, built, got, if you if you listen to the last one that was like a, a little template of what it's going to be like yeah so. uh, and because other people's experiences uh, help you plan your holiday basically yeah
1: just to and... get some
0: information get a different perspective on different trips to orlando for different people so it gives you everyone a bit of a chance to take a little bit from everything and make your own fantastic trip up Exactly. I was talking to a fella in work today, and it, it, it's him, his wife, and his son, his two-year-old, and he wants to go to Orlando for eight grand. Oh, all, that's easy. All in. <laughs> and I said, you can't do it. And oh, I, I, I could do it for him. No, and you've just said, you can do it. So there you go. There's the different yeah. perspectives. So this episode, we're just going to... I've got some questions lined up so we can get to know Simon a bit better. Yeah. And then the next episode we're going to do, Nick is going to come in, right, and sort of host the show for us. And we're going to be on an aeroplane. Yep. And we so it's the same price for the flights. So we're not going to go cheap on the flights. Yep. And Nick is sitting in between us for going out and for coming back. And we're going to compare the holidays that we had. Me and you are going to plan a holiday, a two-week holiday in Orlando, different yeah. price points. Yeah, that gives you a bit of a. We'll probably, we'll probably go from one scale to another. Yeah, I'll be, in, on, in. I'll be on. property, yeah. and you'll be off property. Yeah, and anything else goes. So yeah, so that's be for, yeah, it will definitely. Um, but if you want to appear on the show, uh, Orlando Podcast at. Gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The work. Twitter is at OrlandoPod. Exactly. Nice and simple, like me. <laughs> so, Simon, starting with some questions. Yeah. How Fire many, away. How many times have you been to Orlando? I've been nine times to Orlando in the last 11 years. Wow. 12, 12 years, sorry. So, the first yeah, 11, year you went? 2008 was the first year I went. Right. So, our um, first year as family type was 2009, although me and Kerry went in 2001 and I went in 93. Um, so, yeah. similar, similar, yeah. Yeah. I went 2008, 2010, 11, 12, 2014, and then I've been every year since 2015. Fantastic. So, the reason why I said fourteen a bit different because I went at a different time of year than I normally do. It's, it felt long. It felt like a big long break in between. It feel like feel like a year. It felt like sixteen, seventeen months. So, and once you get into the mindset of Orlando, yeah, it's very hard to go elsewhere. It is. It's extremely hard. We've. I personally looked at different holidays, and I've got to say, for an extra thousand pound, I can go to Florida for two weeks it, and I'm like... I'll from yeah. Florida instead, you know. So yeah, every time. Yeah. Um, my my uh, best mate Stuart, he's desperate to go on holiday with us to New York or somewhere. I just can't face it. No, that's... well, I'm I'm taking a trip to Jersey this year with my mum for a for a sixtieth. So that's that'll be the first trip outside of a Disney or theme park in the last ten years, I think. I'm sure you can find a theme park on Jersey Subway. Yeah, but um, I'm going to Disneyland Paris in two weeks. so that's Oh, bingo. Yeah. So. Trip report. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what is your earliest memory? Right. Of... Well, the earliest memory I've got is when we got to the first time we went in 2008, we finally found the apartment we were staying in. Yeah. And it was just off International Drive on American Way. And in the walking in, setting the bags down, I says, right, went into the lobby. I said, right, where's Universal? He says, oh, it's a five five to ten minute walk. Uh, I thought, all right, that's fine. So we did the five, five I'm doing her quote, she can't see it, the yeah. five to ten minute walk, um, which ended up being 25 to 30 minutes because we, the way we was, was you could see Universal. Yeah. You could, But you had to walk all the way around American Way, down International Drive, and then all the way up Universal Boulevard, all the way into the car park, and then into City Walk. And the memory that makes it that the very first memory is Julie decided to do it in flip-flops. Oh, Julie. <laughs> what were you thinking, Luke? <laughs> no, I did it in trainers. I, but I didn't realise it was that. We didn't realise it was that far. Because when you say when you hear five, ten-minute walk, yeah, it... As the crow flies, it's five to ten minutes. But walking all the way out, and the footpath bends left and right, and left and right, and then you've got to go into the car park. It was, a horrendous walk and because we walked the. We had to walk all the way back, so that was Is my actual lit- first ever memory. We of uh, Orlando, which was so a what bit was of their sore. Feet like, oh, they were sore because oh, the flip flops. But we got, I got, we got back to the park and got them soaked up and uh, hit the park the next day. So. It wasn't so, that much of a bad experience, but it was a, a bit of a eye-opener for the first time ever going to Orlando because you hear about everything being bigger in America, but until you get there, you don't realise how big everything is in America, especially the, the roads, the cars, the sidewalks, everything. It's just everything's bigger in America, as they say. Well, I mean, our first holiday there for me and Kerry in 2001 was days in Lakeside. Was it? Is it Turkey Lake Road? Yes, Turkey Lake. It's around the back of I Drive and International Drive. Is it's like a big junction, in isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I Drive's in between. Uh, sorry, uh, I four is in between I Drive and Turkey Lake Road. Unlike what Julie says, she says Turkey Leg Road. She's going to kill me <laughs> as we say that, but <laughs> she calls it Turkey Leg Road. But it's and yeah, I, it, that's so even even just walking to the McDonald's. Yeah, it's horrendous. It just seemed like this yeah. epic quest, and it's five minutes in the car. Yeah, it's because you were probably underneath the bridge when you going towards. Yeah, like you say Turkey Turkey Lake Road.
1: Yeah. Turkey, like,
0: I'm saying it, I'm gonna... I uh, used to walk to the petrol station every morning to get the milk for the breakfast for the cereal. <laughs> well, uh... where we was wasn't too bad because. Um, On American Way, if anyone knows the area, it's just off International Drive. It's like a big horseshoe. And one side is Denny's and the other side is Walgreens on the horseshoe. So you weren't too bad for immunity reserve anyway. So um, backtracking to Mm -hmm. before you've even left the UK, what is the best airline that you have flown with? How many airlines? I have flown with two defunct airlines. Yeah, and the other two main airlines. So I flew with Thomas Cook, Monarch, yeah. May they vest in peace. Yeah, Tui and Virgin. Okay. Uh, my first flight with that day was with, was with Thomas Cook, which was not. It was a bad flight actually, but the best yeah. one out of them all is Virgin, hands down, out of the four I flew with. Now, we never had a bad flight with Thomas Cook. Um, it was always considerably cheaper than Virgin, with a nice upgrade mm. cost of about 150 quid. Well, like I have got a bad experience, uh, my worst oh. experience, which will come into a question later on. My worst experience is something to do with Thomas Cook, but I'll leave oh. that till then. It'll a bit, bit of a but keep listening. You see, with, with me and Stuart, when the first time, I think, we upgraded mm. at Thomas Cook at the desk. Yeah. And, uh, if you listen back to the podcast, that was Donkey Toenail was his name was the host <laughs> in premium economy. Hello, my name is Donkey Toenail, and I'm here to serve you. And what is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what is the best experience you've ever had in? It doesn't, you know, anywhere. Oh, anywhere the, in, the best experience. Uh, it might sound weird, but having a big. 12 foot monster in between my legs is the oh, best aye. experience uh, it was sitting on the back of a 12 foot alligator at Gatorland it oh, was wow. It was phenomenal the power that them things have got you to look at them the loops very majestic and slow and timid but the, when you get up close and personal you can just feel the raw power that them things have got and it was a part of a package that uh, I believe you can still do at Gatorland which is, uh, you can sit on the back of an alligator, have your photo taken, and get keyring ring and souvenirs and have a chat with the handlers as well. So, we you did see, that. Maybe we should, as well as doing the trip report, maybe we should talk about a venue. Yeah. Every episode, there, there, like there, there's, there's always something outside of the main theme parks. So, um, so, you paid for this experience? Yes, yes, I did. So, that must have been food included as well. No, it was like a it was like a a keeper package they called it sort of thing where you got to feed the alligator, sit on the back of one, um, feed the alligator, yeah, mount uh, the alligator, hold a baby alligator, have your photo taken with them. I've actually got the keyring somewhere. If I can find the keyring, I'll take a picture of it and stick it on the Twitter feed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one of the best experiences because I think that was May two 2000- thousand. Eleven when we did that the third year. So the, these places are constantly fighting against the man, aren't they to stay open. Well, I don't think Gatorland is. Gatorland's got its own like niche market. Uh, it's just off the one. I think it's off the one nine two. I think I'll I'll double check it. But um, they are. They have a a lot of people go there ju- with not even realizing that you can do these things. Can you eat alligators when you're there? Uh, I think they do because you can have. Um, they have hunting season, don't they? For gators in Florida. Yeah, uh, they also have. Uh, what was it now? Yeah, you could. I don't know whether you could eat alligator there, but I know these a few restaurants and bars that do serve alligator. Yeah, because so. I'd like to give that a go. Like, um, okay, the worst experience you've had there. Right. Well, the worst experience is um, it was with Thomas Cook. Uh, and it started in England, not actually in America. It was about three weeks before we was due to fly, we got a email. No, actually, it was a letter then, because we, uh, we didn't do emails then. Sur- Surprise, only. But we got a letter saying uh, the plane had been changed, which I'm thinking, oh, they'll change the plane. It's not a problem. Just... But they haven't changed the flight. They haven't changed the flight time. Or they've just changed the plane. Turns out they changed it from what the original had was an A three, three thirty, which is one of the big like two seaters, three seat two three two seats. Yeah, to a three by three, uh, common European plane. So if you've ever been on like the regular planes, I think it was a seven three seven, not seven four seven, but seven three seven plane. It was tiny, no head, no uh, head headrests. With the, no TVs in the back of the headrest. I think we had oh. 28 inch room. We had no possible upgrades because they didn't have any premium, they didn't have any extra legroom seats. It was the most horrendous flight I've ever had in my life. Um, they, they must have given you a refund. No, we got nothing. We fought, we fought it, we thought it. All they offered was we would give you a full refund if you don't want to take it, if you don't want to. Um, go on the flight, we'll give you a refund. If you go on the flight, you're not getting anything. And wow. Was, yeah. So that was the, that's the final time we flew with Thomas Cook anyway. Did it spoil you on the flight to try and make it up no, to you? No, we got, it was, it was, I just tried to sleep <laughs> the whole way through because I just didn't want to be on that plane because it's, I'm not, I, I'm i a fantastic flyer. I love flying. Julie's not the best, but I'm a fantastic, I could fly all day if I had to. I'd love to do it. But that was horrendous. I got cramped within like, I think, 25 minutes of being on the plane. It might have just been tension as well, because knowing that we're going to be on this plane for like nine and a half hours. But it was. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm a terrible flyer. Um, I, I wasn't so bad until the girls come along. And then, I mean, the, the planes have been dropping out the sky, haven't they, this, this, this last year? Well, this last few months, this last couple of months. Well, they've all been grounded, them planes now, so you don't have to worry about them once. No, but there's others. There's always a, a plane dropping out the sky, you know, somewhere in the Middle East at the moment. Well, and it's the Middle East, I wouldn't mean, uh, I just hate the thought of looking at my kids and thinking as we're going down, I just have nightmares about it. Um, so what I tend to do is drink myself into, uh, not a coma. Not but to get you through the day yeah i'll drink i'll I'll stay up late the night before, so I'm dead tired. I'll have a few pints in the airport, a couple of shots then I'll have a couple of whiskies on the plane with me dinner, and then I'll just go sleep for eight hours yeah I, and that's me um and it's brilliant not driving the last couple of times as well um, the- well that's that's the thing I've always drove every time we've gone to America. Uh, this time, ta- this time when I go this year, I will not be driving a single bit. So that's to be my first time and not driving. Well, I I love it. I love not driving. Um, are you staying on property then? Yeah, this year I'll be staying at Cabana Bay for uh, eleven nights. Oh, it's just it's it's breathtaking. Yeah, I mean you're gonna have to Uber it to Disney, are you? Uh, that's if we do Disney I might not be doing any of it at all yet we might, wow. just, do one, we might just do one day if that, and that's <laughs> just to do uh, Rise of Resistance and that'll be it Controversial <laughs> however, do you know what people, you can do that if you want to get to Florida and keep your costs down yeah. don't do Disney <laughs> yeah, this, this is the um, the most expensive place to go at the moment and especially the ticket prices as well but I've got t- I've got two comp tickets from last year, so I've I've got them to use up at some well, point. We're getting prices now, and uh, and these are tangents. This is what we do, folks. Yeah, we're, we don't we're stick get, to the, we don't stick to the subjects. <laughs> we're getting prices now from Virgin, right, for for August 2021, yeah. right? Now let's see if you can guess the price. So three nights at the Hard Rock. Yeah. And 14 nights at the beach club. Park yeah. tickets included. I mean, is it four adults or...? It's, well, my girls are basically Disney adults, so yeah. basically four adults, yeah. One room at both hotels, so... And that's universal tickets as well? Yeah. Uh, well, just alone lot of your tickets, you're looking at three grand anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I know the beach club's quite dear, hard, but it's quite dear. Uh, without flights, I would say you're looking at just short fourteen, maybe fifteen thousand. Well, including flights, seventeen and a half thousand. Yeah, there's... and that's not no dining plan added yet because they haven't finished yeah. the dining plan, if at all. We don't even know if the beach club is having the dining plan next year because well, 2020... it's, 20, it's the fiftieth anniversary in it, so. And this is another thing, Kerry is adamant. (laughs) Kerry is adamant that the 50th celebrations will not start till October next year. Well, I've heard this as well. And well, technically, they shouldn't start until the 1st of October, in theory. But it's Disney. If they can make money out of it, they're going to make money out of it. Well technically Halloween doesn't start until the thirty first of August. Thirteenth of August this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so God knows when the fiftieth. It could start mm-hmm. in April. Uh, right. So we just touched on cars, you're not yep. driving. What is the best car you have ever driven? The best you know, have you ever had one of them bizarre boss upgrades? Uh, well, went? the first year we went we got upgraded to a Chrysler three hundred, which was like the, the cheap version of a Bentley. Wow. Um that was the first year. And since then we had a, Julie's in the room by the way if you're wondering why. Uh we've had a Mustang since, haven't we? Every time? No, we've had a Dodge Caravan. Oh. Dodge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a four before Dodge Caravan, which was ended up be a semi seater. Yeah, we've uh, had them. a Ford Mustang, yeah, three or four times, and a Camaro. We had that two wow. years ago. Oh, you know what? So all, all Ford Escape four before as well. So, but so. the best one out of all them is definitely, definitely the Mustang. And um, do you purposely get that Mustang, or were they yeah. upgrades? They pay, pay for them. Little tip: pay for them before you go and buy it yourself. Because yeah. the price—if you buy it through Dollar dot UK or Avanti or whoever, whichever company you use that does do them in America, your insurance is included. So it's a lot lot easier. So again, we could we could do a topic. Yeah, we could do a, sh- a show on Car I, can't we? Because yeah. Granddad um, in twenty oh, was it? 2015? Yeah, 2015 we're in the um, the, v- the V Lounge in Manchester yeah. and the girl takes him over to look at the computer and all that and all of a sudden he hasn't got the right car insurance oh, that's and, and all of a sudden uh, £250 later and we're oh, like, yeah. uh, but none of us paid it and we right. told him to but he, he paid it and do you know what he used the car to drive him and Nanny from the airport to the house yeah. and then from the house back to the airport. I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? But you, 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 best advice, you need to have insurance. You need to have that collision damage waiver. It's sort of CDW. You, it's it's a must in America now. So
1: you're there's, liable.
0: there's another episode we can do. i just cracking these episodes off, lads. I don't well, know. Well, Who uh, needs guests? <laughs> guests. Yes. <laughs> um right, what's the best hotel you've ever stayed in? Uh well the best hotel I've ever stayed in uh is my current go to hotel. It's the Wyndham Bonnet Creek. Uh it's on it's in under the arches of Disney, but it's not run by Disney. Right. So it's a lot cheaper. And it's the like the, it's like D V C. The the apartments are massive. They come with a full kitchen, uh, a walk-in shower, toilet, a jacuzzi in the bathroom, two double beds, the The, the full-size apartments. And that's where I stay um, every two years because it's a timeshare I've got. But you can stay there without having the timeshare. And does that get you any Disney picks? Or... No, it gets you nothing, but it does get you on Disney property. So you're nice and close. Yeah. So, and with it being not part of Disney, it's where all the Uber and Lyft drivers park when they're not waiting to be picked ah. up. Because they can't stay on Disney property, technically. It's one of the rules Disney bought on this road, at the Bonnet Creek Resort, which some parts of it are part of Disney now, which the, I think it's the Waldorf and the Hilton. And now. Yeah. Part of the hotels of Disney, but the Wind and Bonnet Creek isn't, so they, they park around the corner. So, whenever you want a lift or an, an Uber, you've got one within like two, three minutes and um, straight over to Disney for cheaper than parking. So, so you don't get the 60 day fast passes, you don't no. get the early park admission, no. but you're saving a small fortune. Yeah, you see, it's, it's probably the half the price of staying at a DVC on Disney. Wow. Unless you obviously got DVC yourself, but which we nearly did. 2017 yeah um the best prop on property hotel you stayed on well i've split it into two of this i've done i've only stayed in two of them so okay. one of them may change the premier one which i've stayed on site is the royal pacific yeah i love the fevered in the 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 hawaiians feel and obviously getting the fa- uh, express passes yeah best perk ever honestly and if anyone if you've got if you've got two or three in the family just book a room there, you get express passes for two days. It pays for itself. you get in um, a hotel room for free. Yeah, you are. It's 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 actually. It's I'm I'm surprised. It's so cheap compared to the express passes. To be honest, it does baffle me a little bit. But well, my favourite one I've stayed in, like I said, I split it into two. Um, I've done stayed at the Aventura. It yeah. could change this year because obviously I'm staying at Cabana Bay. So I'm only, I'm only staying the Aventura, because that's the only one I've stayed in. But we are staying at Cabana Bay, and that could change later on this year. So they're I think, my two that are well, uh, my best in, on site. I've stayed in both of them hotels. And as much as the Aventura was a very clean and straight, yeah, do you know, very line. it was all lines, wasn't it, and very yeah. sharp. Polished concrete, but I like um, that kind of thing. You see, that's 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 me. I like it neat, tidy, streamlined, and in and out. None of this hullabaloo, as you say. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hate about a baby. Well, because... I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 we went over there for the one day, yeah. oh, the afternoon to have a look, and we did enjoy it. Whether we, whether we'd be the same staying there, I don't know. So, but we yeah. have got we've got a volcano view in the tower. So. Well, that doesn't get old. That view, right? Like, mm. You can't believe what you're looking at. Even yeah. several days into the holiday, you will not be able to believe what you're looking at, yeah, because so... it's a bloody volcano, people. Yeah, it is. We we had a volcano view in Aventura and it was obviously Cabana Bay was in its way a little bit. But yeah, well, um, I'm looking forward to it. So that my, my my favorite hotel may change later on this year. Uh, and you're, so you're going to Cabana Bay, 11 yeah. nights, yeah, Yes. On. and you flew with, you're flying, you booked with? Uh, two in this year, I'm um, going on the Dreamliner. Oh, so you're going into Sanford, is it? Yes, uh, that's why. That's the reason why I haven't got a car, because last time I drove from Sanford, um you either have to use a toll road, or you're stuck on the I-4. Right. Yeah. And obviously, I didn't know much about toll roads when I first went, uh, so I wanted to stay away from the toll roads because I didn't know how they worked. But obviously, there's, there's little things that can come into the car hire. I'll explain about the the toll situation you can do in but the we, car hire. So, but it's um, it's with it being like a good forty five minutes out of the way, I've got transfers this year, so I'll be having a few bevies on the plane up there. And is that a, the two week transfers or have you sorted your own out? Well. It's that we, we paid for it through to it, yeah. And on a few different forums, they've gone and said sometimes it, the, it's possible it can be just a mere taxi for yourselves. They paid for it, so it, it could be a shared uh, coach or it could like be a shared minibus for, like six people, so you, you're straight to Cavada Bay or wherever you're staying. So That's we'll the see when we we'll get there. When uh, last year, when I did Halloween Hog with the uh, Stuart. Off off the plane yeah. with Rebecca and her mate, and we had transfers, boots with yeah. Virgin, and it obviously it was just like a mayor's coach, a big bus, right, big yeah. thing, air conditioned, lovely, but because we only had hand luggage, we got on it thirty minutes before everyone else. Yeah, everyone was waiting for the luggage. Yeah, and then we had to wait for everyone, and Sh- Stuart is like, we could have got an Uber. Let's just get off and get an Uber, and I was going, yeah. oh. Can we not just let's just chill? Let's just sit down. Let's just. But so that that's something else to bear in mind as well. If you if you're part yeah. of the the transfers and whatnot, it can slow you down a little bit. Yeah. But I think I I, I haven't got anything else really to ask you. Um, no, I think we covered all the bases to give you a little bit of an insight of my knowledge of what I know and. What I know. Uh, what I know. And, uh, you know, no, nothing, John Snow. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it just gives you gives everyone a bit of an insight of the uh, knowledge and what I've done in the past. So anyone has any questions, send us an email or send a tweet. Yeah, and the email is morlandopodcast at email.com. And the Twitter is at morlandopod. So, on that note, we will wind up the episode. Yeah, definitely. So, thank you very much, new co-host, or new host, sorry. Well, oh, thank you for allowing me to join. And as it's your first proper episode, I'm going to allow you to say the immortal words. Oh, what were they again? Um, I think you told me twice, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Cue music. Cue the music. So here we are on the other side of the song. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Like magic, we're back. Yeah, and this was always my favourite bit of the show, so we're going to keep it in. Yeah. We're just going to talk random, not Florida, not no, random. Just, just random crap. Yeah, five or ten <laughs> minutes. So, have you watched Picard? No. Huh? I'm not a Trekkie. I'm Ooh. a Star Wars fan. Oh, you can be both you can be both I don't know but I've tried watching Star Trek um, I might give the first episode a lot a thing, but the reviews are not looking too good well I've seen it right but yeah but whatever you see is the best thing you've ever seen <laughs> that is a very good point <laughs> I'll be honest with you I didn't take that into account um, but it was brilliant to see Picard back right yeah the nostalgia factor yeah very nostalgic because the 90s that was we all watched the old star trek you must have watched the old star trek I've, I've seen bits and bats i was oh. never really a star that's what i'm saying i never it was all it was always star wars because i got I mean, my mum actually bought me the widescreen versions of vhs in the in 1990 when they first came out so I, I used to just put them on all the time. I'm surprised I've not worn them out. To be honest, have you still got a v- VHS? Have you? Yeah. <gasps> oh, I I've got in 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 the, what, the in the There's the the TV with the PlayStation Four aside, with the little mini Nintendo Super Nintendo, with the Xbox Three Sixty, the Xbox One, the PS Two, the VHS all underneath. <laughs> the Sega Mega Drive on the left hand side. And all my Lego and my Marvel comic collection books all on the top with my Star Wars helmets all over the room. (laughs) Well, I mean, back in the 80s and into the 90s, you could define who you were by your video collection, your your LP collection, and ultimately then your CD collection and your DVD collection. Oh, you don't want to go into my CD and LP collection because that was just shocking. You still got them all. Uh, I've got them somewhere. I think they're in the loft, but there a lot of them are my mum's '70s and '80s stuff. You see, I, that's what I used to listen to anyway. So I got rid of everything. I know, but you are got now, don't you? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I got rid of my LPs about two years ago. There's a record shop on West Derby Road, and he did me a favour. He said, and he gave me a fiver for the loft. Yeah, and... he, he he just sort of mug. <laughs> yeah, and I was because I had a Janet Jackson picture disc um, I had the Turtles T-U-R-T-L-E Power picture disc I had several picture discs I had Craig McLaughlin singing Mona <laughs> Hey Mona Oh my I, word I had loads um, So I mean right for Christmas one year in the 90s and I was sitting in the very same room that I'm sitting in now because this was Kerry's family home and we bought it last year. So I'm sitting sitting in the same space this happened. So this Christmas, she gives me a Sega Saturn with Daytona! (laughs) Uh, That game, remember that game? Yeah, yeah. Uh with the Saturn was that that's the one with a disc in it. Yeah, it had yeah. a disc. Yeah. And basically the games on the Saturn were, were like the Dreamcast, but basically they were yeah. the arcade games. So when you went and played Daytona in the arcade. Yeah, you was playing it at home really, wouldn't you? Yeah, you were playing yeah. it on a Sega Saturn in the arcade. And um so she got me that, which is pretty special. It cost an absolute fortune.
1: Yeah. consoles
0: did back then. Yeah, that's why I saved my money and got a PlayStation 1 when they came out. <laughs> well, I, I very quickly traded the Saturn in after about a year and got a PlayStation 1. Um, but for that Christmas, I got here a, a Forever Friends teddy bear. Yeah, the, the, the staple of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, a Forever Friends mug. <laughs> and, you got the card as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And entire VHS collection of Soldier Soldier from the oh Britannia my. Music Club. <laughs> Britannia Music Club, I've not heard of that for ages. I used to do the uh, Britannia CD Club for a few months until I realised they were ripping me off. <laughs> well, so I used to have to post a cheque off every month. Yeah, um, It was about 11 quid a month I was sending them for, and I'd get a VHS back with a couple of episodes of soldier soldier on and oh, it, it took me over a year to collect a full box set and then yeah. i presented them to her on christmas night and she got wow. me that mar- marvellous piece of hardware and i'd got her a bag of shite well no you technically you've spent a, a lot of money and a lot of time, so you've thought about it for a long time to get it ready for christmas well, so, well, or was it just spurred a moment it just lasted till that long to get the collection finished? <laughs> no, no, it was it was a lot of... Pl- I knew she liked Soldier Soldier. Um, I used to like Soldier Soldier, actually. I quite enjoy- used to, quite enjoy- It used to be somewhere in mum put on, because she, she had a thing for Robson Green. Well, there was always Soldier Soldier, wasn't there? And there was always London's Burning. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like London's Burning, because it had that weird round-shaped bulldog-faced guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah. From Green Jail? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he had a single, didn't he? Smoke gets oh, in your eyes. Why were oh this is going back now. And then he oh. got done he got done for coke and disappeared. Yeah he did, did he? And he, he's never been seen since. Probably got himself run over like that guy in E seventeen did. He? <laughs> what? The the least thing of E seventeen, not when he run himself over in his own va his own uh, car. Brian named um, yeah. Brian Harvey was it? Yeah. He, ran, he, he got out of his car, smashed out of his face or something, and he did put the handbrake on and walked right behind the car, and the car rolled over and squashed him. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> he's not dead, though, is he? No, he's not dead. He, had, he was in hospital for a few days or something. But he's he, just a head. He, yeah, he just ran himself over with his own car. He's a head on a skateboard now. <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh, didn't, um, didn't an actor from Star Trek, the v got killed by his own car, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. That's, that's some random stuff I, sh- I usually know about, but. Mr. Sulu, I think it was. The new Mr. Sulu got killed by his own car on the drive. <sighs> sure, he did. I might be speaking ill of the dead there. He might have got murdered or something. Oh, it's not a good way to go, though, is it? <laughs> I'm sure one of our millions of listeners will let us know us <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, what else have you been The pictures recently? Uh, yeah, we're watching uh, Rise of Skywalker. For the second time, well, I snuck out with our Grace on opening night to watch it. Yeah, didn't tell anyone. Um, put the phone fo- because we're all, all the whole family's on Find My Friends, so yeah. turned Find My Friends off because they all stalkers. <laughs> and me and Grace went to showcase and watched it, and then two days later we went back with everyone else and watched it. Yeah, I was, I was, I didn't know whether I enjoyed it or not the first time it came out. Um, but after going back and watching it, after I, obviously, I've I absorbed everything, uh, I really enjoyed it. It's probably in my top three of all my Star Wars films. Yeah, I'm the same. I, the original, it's a, it's a nice way to end. The yeah, saga. yeah, I think for me, we've all got rose colored um goggles on for the original trilogy. Because we were all children when we watched it for the first time. Yeah, and but I not... still I still prefer watching the unedited the, the unedited the the special yeah, yeah. the not the, the non special editions which I've got on video. I prefer watching them than the special editions. See, I watched them that much as a youth. Um, not yeah. as not as much as Nick Branch, obviously. But my first Star Wars experience was Retainer the Jedi. And I went into town in the back of my uncle's Ford Capri. Me and my cousin had to Capri. lie. We had to lie in the booth. Yeah. Right. well, it was, it was. How the hell did you fit in that boot? The boots are tiny. Well, I was only 10. Ah, and I, yeah. And I was a whippet way, back yeah. then. I was like a race. <laughs> um, so we went into town and we watched all three Star Wars films back to back. Yeah. And we had flasks, and we had jam and all that. And that was my first time I'd ever seen a Star Wars film. It's not a bad way to, not a bad way to start. Uh, and then after that, uh, I mean, Star Wars was just always on the telly, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember being on telly because like I say I was born in eighty three, so I was born when the last one came out. And my mum, my mum fell in love with Star Wars. She, she watched them. While well, before I was born, and then she just grew up with them. And she she as soon as they were bought, she as soon as they came out in deep video, she bought them for herself. And then as soon as I turned like seven or eight, she gave them to me. And says, "Yeah, I do you want to watch these?" And I started watching them, A bit like Nick watching it over and over and over again. But I had all three rather than just the one. I so, I I don't think I've watched the original trilogy in their entirety for ten fifteen years oh i've watched i I only watched them like two months ago build up to the final film so. yeah, what about the original trilogy? you see I'm not offended by them. The first one maybe didn't need to be made, maybe it could have been done in twenty minutes at the start oh the the, the one two and three the prequels yeah uh, I can see what I can see why they were doing it uh I do Revenge of the Sith, the third one is. In my top three, as well. Oh, it's well. phenomenal that film. Um, even though Hadrian Christensen does whine like a bitch, but yeah, but uh, isn't, isn't all like most of the Star Wars main characters right like, No, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'll rephrase. I won't say whine a little bit. i say his acting was a bit ropey. If that makes sense. When he yeah. turned, when he when he turned into Darth Vader, that's when his acting came through. But when he was being all lovey dovey, I'm like, no, that that's just terrible acting. But but besides the the ac- ac- action sequences and the storyline of how Darth Vader became Darth Vader, it just canolled uh, <laughs> came together in that last film. I can't say that word. Oh, A combination, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get something stuck in my head. Yeah, no, no. It, 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 it's. I think it's it's topped it all off personally, all of them, you know, mm. they've put a bow on it. Yeah. Has the Obi-Wan thing been caked now? Has it been cancelled? Uh, they're having to rewrite it all or something. Uh, uh-huh. I've not gone into it too much, too deep diving in, but I believe they weren't happy with the scripts uh, as a whole. I think it you was McGregor and Disney itself were happy with the scripts and having to rewrite everything. So, just another delay. But it's going on Disney Plus, so it can come out whenever it can, yeah. If, I mean, as long as it, as long as it, if they just keep Mandalorian going the way it is. So which Man- I haven't seen legally. I haven't seen. Sorry, I've only seen um, the first five episodes illegally. Um, yeah. So that's John Favreau in it. Yes. Yeah. Just just give Obi Wan to John Favreau as as you know, put well, him over the Star Wars yeah, TV but, stuff. The, yeah. We, out of the five that you've seen, you've seen the third one. Yeah, uh, out the uh, the third one in my eyes was one of the best ones. The direction on that was absolutely fantastic. And the the, the director of that one is doing the Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, that's the reason why I think because they're they're having a bit of a conflict with the scripts. So the the director's saying, Right, let's redo everything. I think it's a woman, I can't be sure, but freaking women are everywhere. I I mean, but the thing, also, right. They've got to be with the Kenobi thing. They've got to be so careful, yes, they have. If, because if um, you, McG- yeah, you McGregor didn't want to be that guy, and now he's on board with it. So if you mess it up for someone who wasn't on board with it and now's on board, he's just going to walk away. So, yeah. and you can't do Obi Wan Kenobi without you McGregor now, unfortunately. I mean, because it's put across in Star Wars that he's basically. Hiding in a mountain somewhere, watching Luke Skywalker, making sure he's safe. Yeah. So this TV series, you should never really see Luke Skywalker. No, uh, you might see you might see uh, him passing in the background or something like that. Yeah, but no. you should see Obi Wan bombing it, yeah. but because he doesn't, he never gets discovered by the Empire either. No, so you've got all this this that in the mix, so it's going to be mm. tricky to pull it off. Yeah, but the, the, obviously it's a... Well, the Mandalorian had no background, did it? So it, it can start fresh. but with over one, you've got to be careful what you bring in and what you... From the original, original films and the new ones. Especially with Star Wars fans, because they're... Oh, yeah, they're toxic. They're mental. Absolutely mental. Yeah, they're, they're extremely toxic. Yeah. And I'll admit it, I, I, used, I used to be that kind of person, but now I just... Well... If, if I like it I like it if I don't who cares it's not yeah. the end of the world exactly and I think on that note shall we wind it up yeah yeah we will so do you want to say it again or do you want me to say it? go on I'll let you say this one cue the music music just a good old Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flatening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way That's just a little bit more than the normal life. Just a good old boy, wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a 2 modern-day Robin Hood. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.